that hit the spot. Right? And I don't even have all the bread with it. And you I had more French fries. I made a I made a big rookie mistake, probably fog of fog of run. Fog of run. Of not getting the spicy chicken. Uh, it's usually my go-to, and I panicked. Marguerite, or whatever her name was, was pressuring us with no menu, and I made a rookie mistake. I, I admit my faults. Listen, we were just looking for, like, I, I would have been fine with a, an Egg McMuffin. Watch the snapping of that bottle. What do you mean? Because uh, everything is louder on these mics. These are top-tier mics I got for 19 doll hairs on uh, the internets. Um, went the wrong way, you know. There, it can only turn right. No, I would just turn left anyway. No, there was no way to turn left. I'm going to do it right here. I mean, you just turn left. Let's test out the tight turn radius on this bad boy. Please leave my car alone. It's but a, I made a, I did make a rookie mistake. I got the the regular chicken. Listen, it still tastes good. I think that we we were so lucky that the simple snack we wanted, we got Chick-fil-A for our simple snack. I would have yeah. been fine at, at this 7-Eleven getting taquitos and like a hot dog. I just wanted, I needed to eat something. That hot dog would have been there all week. <laughs> That's a week old glizzy right there. That would have no, been bad no, news, pal. No, no guts, no glizzy. Yeah, as they say. <laughs> no glizzy, no glory. Oh, dude, we should get this matte black grandpa car. I don't think they can see it in the camera. Yeah, it's just me. Sometimes it's just me and you. Not everyone. Not everything is for creature or Bonji or your other menagerie of freaks that you that you've named. These are tough men. <laughs> these, uh, I, I do love them all. But these are all-time guys. These, these uh, the the below the Mason Dixon line Avengers that you. Every you've... single one of them makes the list of top men. <laughs> uh, all right, Chabronis, we're back. <laughs> Welcome back to the Ready Podcast Diary Show. This is a show about nothing that finds a lesson in everything. And boy, did we learn a lesson today. Doing the Rocky Run. And the lesson is, don't do running it. Running is stupid. Don't do it. Running's tough. We stink <clears throat> at it. You're way better than me. Um, I was the worst runner today, out of the four people who ran of our group. Yeah, you were the worst runner in the race. No, we were pat, dude. Honestly, those last three miles where I was doing really, really bad, like at my worst. Even when we were doing a fast walk, we were passing plenty of people. Yeah, I mean, well. The thing with the passing of the people was it was the same people because we would pass and then... No, they never... There was, there was a bunch of people that... So that guy who was talking to me in the beginning, like at like mile two, he's like, oh yeah, my leg is shot. You know, like, yeah, you guys did you see going? where he ended up? The red shirt? You're talking about red sweatshirt? Yeah. yeah red red was, shirt. He ended up right behind us. He yeah. finished maybe three but seconds. He was him. like a fireman or something. Oh, the blue shirt you're talking about. No, he about. had a red shirt, but it said fire uh, or something on it. It was probably for a fire sauce from Taco Bell. Because he was a big guy. Fire roasted chicken. Yeah. You ever had fire roasted chicken? From I got, where? Fire roasted chicken is the name of the place. Oh, no. I gotta take it. There's one in Caldwell and there's one by work. Imagine if Boston Market was like quality ingredients. Boston Market used to be. But like, but imagine, but imagine walking into a place that's like that, yeah, but quality. Linda's chicken. I don't know if you've ever I, been there. Uh, Johnny, they had the window. Yeah. You gotta tell me. Top tier chicken. Uh, Top tier birds. I, honestly, at all their primes, I would take fire roasted over all of them. You I get, you get Where a whole. Is it? It's um the one is in Morris Plains. 
over there, and then there's one in Caldwell. I don't know where the one in Caldwell is, but there's one in Morris Plains. We go all the time for work. I hope we're recording. Me too. Because uh, we got the camera facing the other way to get the the video of both of us in here, and it's a crapshoot right now with the tech. Yeah. But uh, it's in is a New Jersey only place. Yeah. So I met the guy. So <clears throat> I don't want to brag. I discovered fire roasted chicken and has now become the phenomenon of JR. Many moons wow. ago, I used to go to the gym after work with Big Dane, but when he was like really big. But first of all, that guy could squat like a train. He had he had massive legs. Big guy. Big, really big guy. And then as we were leaving one day, I was really hungry, so I was going to go get something to eat. <laughs> Shut up. I don't know. I lost my bottle. It could be any day. It could, it could be any time. <laughs> but, I mean, this is also, I was, uh, this is right around when you had started, like, training me to, like, not be a fat shit. Not die. Yeah. <clears throat> so... On the table in the gym, they had, like, flyers, and as we were leaving, I just happened to see, like, a big picture of, like, a chicken head, like a cartoon, like a oh. drawn. I'm like, oh, what's this place? And I looked, That place looks, yeah, it's a good drawing. <laughs> no, but I looked at it, I'm like, oh, this is, like, a Boston market, but it looks good, and I went in, and I was a regular there for a while, and I talked to the guy, he, he, he got all his experience, he ran a bunch of, like, boardwalk food places for years, sure. and, like, made a ton of money, and then he opened up two of them, and it's, and it's like, you go in, you get... A quarter, a half, or a whole chicken. You can get half with white meat, half with dark meat. You can get uh, half with a mix of both of them. And then they have all, you know, uh, uh, mashed sweet potatoes, regular potatoes, uh, fries, uh, corn, cream spinach, regular spinach, uh, uh, lemon broccoli. They have all this stuff to give you. Mac and cheese? Yep, they have mac and cheese. And then they give you a... uh, Is it a biscuit... What is it? It's not really a... It's, oh, it's a, a piece of corn muffin. Like a little cornbread. Okay. Um, and then also, apparently they have really good ribs there. I've never gotten the ribs, but... Top. Top, top tier. tier. Yeah. So, we'll just... We're going to talk about the race. I don't know if there's any want, current events. I don't want to talk about there's the race. There's not really t- current... What? Oh, well, I don't know if you were following this. Israel? Um, no. <laughs> the Yankees uh, front office had their press conferences or whatever, their discussions, and Hal Steinbrenner, he said all this. the things that you're supposed to say from a, as an owner when your team stinks as bad as the Yankees stunk this year. Whether he meant it or not, he said the stuff that you were you, people wanted to hear. Well, I will say, because I, I just saw another thing, baseball as a whole... Uh, they're they're doing the wrong things to try to make it popular. They're we'll do the pitch clock and we'll have uh, this and we'll do that. Like these, the, they're doing like marketing things instead of doing baseball things. Well, the do pitch you know, clock is helpful. Do you know how many batters this year who who got like you know the, whatever the certain amount of bats you need to get to qualify? Do you know how many batters this year batted over three hundred? Like twelve, nine. It was the first time since 1968 that less than, less than 10, 10 people batted 300. 68 was that the what was the year? That was bad, bad baseball going on. I the, mean, uh, maybe was, Cincinnati. It was, was right after Bob Gibson pitched like 60 complete games and yeah. dominated the league. That's the I think the next year is when they like lowered the mound or something a little bit. Yeah, that's probably that's probably why it was the last time yeah. since now. But that it's it's. I don't understand. Will, he'll know the the truth. I don't understand that. why they have this focus 
Uh, listen, I've been a, I'm not as big of you as you, obviously. I'm bigger. Hey. Uh, but in terms of a ba- as a baseball fan and like obviously the knowledge of baseball, but I've been a solid baseball fan my whole life. Like, yeah. keep track of the Yankees. What's going on? What does it say to do, by the way, directly? Uh, Ninety-five north and point five miles. Got it. I and mean, then you stay on that until uh, the parkway. Yeah. But I, as a, somebody who loves the game of baseball, loves to go to games, could give a shit less about exit velocity. If I, I don't yeah. care if every one of your players had the highest exit velocity of anything ever. If there's, they're batting 240, I do not give a shit. There's only one person I care about exit velocity, and that's John Carlos Dan because that's I, all they pay him for. I want him to to do what you see in cartoons. I want him to hit a ball through a guy. Yeah, <laughs> and that's it. And he almost did it. He hit that pitcher with a ground ball. A ground ball. Yeah. He hit the pitcher in the leg and he broke his foot. <laughs> Now, amazing. I am not a I am not a smart man, but I know what baseball yeah, is. I know what five rows of chicken should taste like. But uh, Johnny, I swear to God, I I saw I said this in two thousand and nine. It was already happening, so I'm sure other people had said. I'm, I'm sure of it. I'm sure a, a bajillion people had said it at this point. I was maybe it was two thousand ten. Whenever Moneyball came out, I left the theater. I loved the movie, great movie, and I said. Brad Pitt and Corey Davids. Yeah, were in it. Corey Davids was in it. Yeah, he was um, the the nerd with the glasses. Oh, I thought you meant he was actually in it. No, Jonah Hill. <laughs> uh, as soon as I left that theater, because my I was with Mikey, my buddy from college, who's a diehard like like refuses to move out of certain parts of New York because of its distance from City Field, like diehard Mets fan. Okay. And I said, well, that was really interesting and like cool how he did you know analytics and all this stuff, but like. If every team does that, doesn't it, like, nullify that? Like, if every team started doing that, that just makes everything equal again, and then, like, what, what do you do? If they all follow the same stuff, it could. They don't follow all the same They analytics. don't, but they all follow. Yeah. Like, the, the Yankees, you saw, and I don't, I don't know how serious he is. There was that minor league player who they interviewed, like, right as the Yankees were doing really bad. And he uh. was like, because he was, he was a Yankees minor leaguer. And he was like, dude, strikeouts, they it wasn't even on sure there. It was serious. It's like it wasn't even on their clipboard of like as you no, were they playing. Don't care. It wasn't even on it wasn't even on there. They could give a shit less about strikeouts. And yeah. I'm like, well that Dude, I, I would think take my issue with it is is the reason why they follow it now. The reason they say is because to optimize the game and this and that, but it seems like the reason is they use that because they now they don't have to get as good of players. Especially yeah. with the changes to the playoff system, the format and stuff like that, I think, I, I, think that's pay, a whole, I think that's a big mistake too. They don't have to pay as many like good players, top tier players, the money anymore, and they still can be competitive to make the playoffs because fifty five teams make the playoffs now. Didn't wasn't this the second year in a row that all the teams that got a buy in the playoffs all lost? All lost, yeah. Like I think they all lost. The bye week is tough to. Yeah, I, tough I don't. To get over. I don't think they should do that either. No, um, because here and this is the thing: the NBA does it too. Uh, college football does it. Uh, I guess the NFL they can't. They can't really. They can't really add more games. <laughs> they, they they really can't. But they think like, oh well, what's more exciting for fans? Well, playoffs are more exciting. So what if we just add more playoffs? But I'm like, dude, you can't do that. That takes away what's special about it. If you added another Super Bowl, 
you would not get the same amount of people twice. That's not ha- like that's it's a dumb thing to think about. And I guarantee this was the lowest watched Super Bowl uh, uh, World Series in the past like ten years. Longer than that. No, nobody watched. It was it. the lowest rated, the lowest viewed since the television, like the, since they started televising World yeah. Series. I, I I hate when businessmen get involved in something like this. Right now, it's, if it's, you're a Steve it's Cohen, for the mo- it's for the money. If you're a Steve Cohen and you're like, all right, now we have money. This also like I am way richer than this team. Like, I don't rely on this team to make me money. This is just, like, I'm a Mets fan. So, like, take this money and then go out and, like, buy the best equipment, the best guy. Like, that's... I, I'm okay with that kind of stuff happening. You know, if, if you want to just, like, throw money at your team. But yeah. when businessmen... Because I, I work in a, in a corporate environment. You are a businessman. And when I see... Oh, i got to get the easy pass ready. CEOs who are all about, like... Well, we don't really need to worry about revenue. We need to worry about... I mean, just top line because top line will make our owners happy. Because they but I'm like, that's not healthy, though. Right. That's not the it's way to do term business. Financial yeah. thinking. I can't stay, and I can't stand that those goddamn nerds that all went to finance school now like work for the Yankees. <laughs> yeah. Like it. Like I don't know. There, there. I actually watching Moneyball. There was a part of it where these guys, you know, all the scouts that he fired, were like, "Listen, there, there is, there are things that you can't calculate." And if you look at it, the A's have not won a World Series because all this is is a game of averages. It's like we will, we will by doing this, we will average ninety wins a year and get a playoff berth. But to win playoffs and to win a World Series, there needs to be moments of magic. And your average player who gets on base a lot because he walks is not going to make moments of magic. A Derek Jeter, a Tino Martinez, a Pedro Martinez. You know, uh, like like uh, even um, I, and I can't even say them. Altuve. These are the guys who make magic happen. I don't know how I feel about that term, making magic. But you know what I mean. Like bottom of the ninth. You know, you're down to two games to one, and if you're familiar with scenarios that require magic. Yeah. So then, what do you? Why do you not like? But you know what I mean. Like, like yeah. Th- th- it's it. There is a sense of magic there. Yes. Um. Hold on, I got to do the easy pass. All this to say. Is am I an idiot? Or am I making out? am I making good points? You're making points. Um, All right, Brian Cashman pissed. came out. Runs play. It's like Hal Steinbrenner said. Here are the here's you know what I said. So let's line up. And I and it's almost like somebody else, like one of Cashman's old college buddies, gave him a list of quotes and said, "I bet you you won't say these quotes to the press." And he's like, "I bet you I will." And the first thing I, he said was, "He goes." I think our team is pretty fucking good, personally. And right as soon as he said that, I was like, Creature sent me a, a picture of Cashin with that quote. And I thought it was from one of those like parody Instagram yeah, 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 pages yeah. where it was a joke. And well, I said, all, the, all the Dan Campbell quotes from the NFL. Where yeah. Like, oh, I lived in a cave for six weeks. Right. And I was like, this is a joke, right? He goes, I wish it was. But then he goes on and talks about how he believes in the coaching staff was good. His analytics guys are good. The players are good. But it's also not my fault. It's it's he was pretty much like it's your fault that they weren't as good. But the team is good. Damn it! <laughs> like it was a wild press he's, conference. He's, it was like something that something that somebody would say when they know that they're not going to get fired. They're just like I'll say whatever I want. No one's going to say he's anything. He's not like, his. He's not his father. Like say what no, you no, want. Cashman said no, this. Cash, no, 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 well, can we ca- Cashman? Listen to this. He stinks. Everyone wants to attribute Cashman. Oh, the dynasty. No, he's the not. The dynasty, he started in 98. 
who did he add? To, he had in my mind, Brian Cashman has one World Series that he that he bought with A Rod and Giambi. And I wish he would do that again. Yeah, I just want to win World Series. That's it's all. Crazy. That's all. George Steinbrenner is like. I don't care how we do it. We're here because Hal Steinbrenner came out when they were like really on like really shit in the bed. And didn't he say something like, uh... I don't want to know like, what the fan... I don't know what the fan... I don't know what your problem is. We make it to playoffs every year. It's like, dude, who... Can, so do the Dodgers. And yeah, they, but the and Dodgers they don't are win. trying. They're paying yeah. their players. But it's yeah. like, uh... I mean, you can, uh... Stay left. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm like... Well, I also think... I mean, this, I don't want to go into this too long. But... But I'm going to keep talking. So, social media and, like, these things have played a part in this because... Especially for teams like the Giants... The Yankees, the Cowboys, um, like a lot of these like big market teams, fans aren't going to the games because they're overpriced and their team well, stinks. The problem is they're it's, still going to the games. No, no, no fa- fans aren't. People go because it's an event. Now people, people are traveling. I know so many like Instagram idiots who couldn't name you three players on the Yankees and went to like ten games this year. Probably. You know they're wealthy. You know white chicks and they're fucking dudes. And they, they don't know a fastball from a fast car. Uh, shout out to Tracy Chapman for winning CMA this year. Uh, and the, the song Fast Cars. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, she uh, won a, a country. Is she a yeah. country music? She, I mean, she did Fast Cars. It's a country song. Is that a country song? Yeah. He's got a fast car. I know the song. But then uh, <laughs> who's the big guy that I like? Luke Combs? Yeah. He, Jelly Roll? <laughs> Jelly Roll. I like Jelly Roll. Ah. Uh, from the fifties, <laughs> according to Phyllis. Um, but yeah, and I think that I, I think that like oh, they're not worried because like we're we're making so much money that like we don't need we don't need to change this because the fans are happy. It's like they're not fans, dude. They're people who just come take a bunch of pictures in their Aaron Judge the jersey and they leave in the fifth inning. That they they don't care. They're not saying because the fans are happy. They're saying because our bottom line is fat. Yeah. So that's the last I'm gonna say. Yeah. Bottom line, for the real bottom line is they stink and they're a disappointment and embarrassment, and the Giants stink too, and that's the current events we're going to talk about today. With that, we'll get to the good stuff. We'll step into the cage. Okay, let's run. Okay, since I'm driving, and the last few times I tried to do sponsor reads while driving, it's dangerous, so... You got the read. Well, because we were in Philly for the race this week, we actually got the chance to. Uh, to you, you got the chance. You're the, you're the manager of this operation and just your sidekick on occasion. Uh, we got to visit the beautiful Club Ragu, and they offered us a sponsorship. Uh-huh. And but they, they we had to read it. We had to read the uh, what's it called the uh, the ad read. So come on down to Club Ragu in beautiful downtown Philadelphia. If you're looking for a sultry time with some steamy sauce. Check out the nighttime adventures of delicious Club Ragu. Enjoy our VIP room, which means vodka sauce in penne. Get a sultry lap dance from one of our beautiful courtesans, like Sienna Gambino Brajol or the lovely Rene Ricotta. Fill your deepest desires and your stomach at beautiful Club Ragu. Any promo codes? No, they did. They, 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 it's, it's pretty they're, exclusive. They're, they're running at a loss, so like they can't they can't <laughs> offer coupons. Yeah, well, and when they're pumping out rap, they're, they they're, they're, they're giving you a lap dance and sauce. They're making no money. Yeah, I would go to a club that good. I would. I mean, we. Should. I've been, I'm not going to say this should be the first brick and mortar location for Libretti Brothers, but I would I would take charge of it. 
I've been known to, and I'm not good at a lot, but you know I can run a retail lo- location, and you know I could I could definitely run a retail location involving sauce. I was gonna say it's basically retail. Yeah, it's sauce Ra- ragu retail. Yeah. All right, so the cage fact. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna rewind the clocks a little bit back to Vampire's Kiss. This is a movie we've talked about in depth a lot of times on the show here. A fantastic film. Go see it. Wild. Fantastic in the fact that you're going to want to watch it, but not because it's a good movie. And I'm, I'm being as objective as possible. It's not a good movie. Johnny, but it's a good movie. Johnny, I was going to say, do you... Like, lie detector tests and the FBI asks you, do you think Vampire's Kiss is a good movie? What are you... Not do you like it. Like, Do you no. think that Vampire's Kiss is a good movie? You're going to say no. No. But it's... I love it. <laughs> Okay, uh, and any self-respecting Cage fan would also love it, not because it's a good movie. I mean, it's it's on his Mount Rushmore of like cagiest. Yeah, for sure. Like the most Cage for sure. So there was um, a scene in the movie. If you haven't watched it, there's a scene. He, his character, for whatever reason, has a lot of sex. Does a lot of sex with a lot of women. I don't know how. He's not a very like likable guy. His character is not a likable character, but he's bringing women back to his brownstone on a rig. And he's got this his gal um, in his room, in his apartment, and all of a sudden, I guess a bat flies in, and then I think the bat bites him, and that's what sort of starts the whole, how you doing, right? Oh, wasn't it Jennifer Beals? Was it Jennifer Beals? He gets bit. There's a lot of stuff going on. There's she of... bites him. I don't yeah. know if she was there when the bat bit him. Anyway, this bat bites him. In uh, the commentary, he did an interview. He was doing like a post-movie commentary with the director. And the director told the story with with Nick Cage in the room about how serious Cage was about the authenticity of things in the movie. Like he, we talked about in one of the Cage facts back in the day that he ate a real cockroach in that movie. Twice. Uh, two cockroaches. And he wanted a real bat flying around in the in the room and not one of the robotic bats because they're not realistic looking and I'm pretty sure it didn't look that real in the movie I don't, I don't remember the movie that blacked it out he had his assistant or he tried to have his assistant go at night around was it Central Park yep to find a bat and catch this bat corral a bat and bring it in pretty much like bag one golden in a, corral a bat yeah in a in a potato sack bring it back and then release it into the room once they said action and he had it like the director and other people had a not con- not just convince him, but explain to him that you can't have a real wild bat because you could get rape like legit rabies. Yeah. This is a movie, and he can't just g- give people rabies like that flying around a set. Now, so he eventually agreed to. He's like, fine, I guess we'll do a robot bat. But he was prepared. <laughs> he was ready to take on a real bat. As amazing as. Uh, it, it's it's like a half of one, six a dozen of the other. If Nick Cage, wait, I know, I know. That, that's six I, of one. No, I, I, no, I say it on purpose. Like, Do you? Yeah, like we would say rocket surgery. All right. Yeah. Let's make it sure. <laughs> um, if Nick Cage died because he got rabies trying to fight a real bat in a movie, it's it's a it's the way he should go. 
But if he did it in that movie, that, we're robbing. We're robbed right. of so well, many. Right. That's like Firebird. If he like, does it now, so many great performances. Firebird was the Apache helicopter. Yeah, top it was. Gun, right? It was Top Gun helicopters. Yeah. Tremendous film. Terrible, terrible film. Tommy Lee Jones was it? Was he? Yeah, he was, and he was like supposed to be the old man, but he was like thirty eight. <laughs> But he never looks anything. Yeah, like, he, I mean, he's he looked, looked the same. He looks the same way he does now. He looks. He looked like Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you can't fly this helicopter anymore because you're an old man. I'm like, dude, he's like, he's not even forty. Like, yeah. Relax. He is old. Yeah. But yeah, that's the cage fact. So we'll move it on over to the junction. We'll spin the logo up. So we 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 came down to Philly for the Rocky run. I love Rocky. You love Rocky. And they have this run, so we do. <laughs> Um, that's the episode. Thank you very much. Yeah, the the exciting thing, and I'll pop a picture up here if I can if I can take it in time and and put it on the screen for you guys to see. During packet pickup, which is the day prior, we go and we pick up our tag numbers and we get the free sh- the, the shirt that we you know it's part of the sign up. It's not really free. Oh, uh, and then they have some booths that booths there. That you can buy sweatshirts and stuff. I think you're wearing one from the last time we ran. Yeah. And there's a guy there who does artwork specifically for Rocky. For Stallone yeah. and Rocky, and he does it for this too. He does it for I, Rambo and Cobra. I don't know if he only does Stallone artwork. I gotta check his website again. He does um, a lot. It's a lot of Stallone. Well, he's he, buddies. Right. His name is John Rivoli. And who sounds like he would be. The general manager of Club, of Club Bagu, Club for Club sure, Club. and he looks like it. Too. Yeah, he look like he'd be the bouncer slash general manager. Yeah. He takes care of his girls. You could go check out his Instagram page. His his website is iconsinart.com and you can see all his custom work and stuff. And he always puts he has a, he has a booth there, and then on race day he has a booth as well with like whatever people don't buy. And he's got different prints of his artwork. Most of it is just prints, different sizes. One year I got the Rocky versus Drago um, that's in the LPDS studio now. And this year he made a piece for Rocky 2, Rocky 1, excuse me. It was um, the bicentennial fight, him and Apollo Creed. The first fight. The first fight. Now in the movie... Apollo Creed, there's a scene in the movie where Apollo Creed is in his office talking to his team of teams, of top men. Yeah. And he's, and he has, I think there was a poster in the room, but you don't really, you don't see it. And he was talking about how he, that's the promotion he wanted to do was get the regular guy. And that's essentially the storyline of how he got Rocky. But he wanted to get a regular man to fight to show that he's a man of the people. And he gives everybody a chance uh, at, at, the, at the champion and this and that. But you never see a, an actual poster of what the yeah. fight because he talked that about what he quote. wanted. Like the quote was like, "I'm going to put that man's face on a poster next to mine, and everyone's going to see that I'm a man. like that." Like the poster was it was like a kind of a plot point, right? It was a big plot point there, and they never made the poster. Well, John Rivoli, the artist who's been doing this for who knows how long now, decided I'm going to. You know, rewatch that scene and the movie, and create a poster. Of what I think, what, what I believe that they were looking for, and he made the poster of the century, of the bicentenary, the bicentenary, the bicentenary. And it's the, and I show you again. You know, I'll show you on here if, if uh, I remember. You've got to remind me <laughs> of Apollo and Rocky, and it's a fantastic piece. 
and it looks like an like a seventies piece of artwork, like what a poster would look like. I was very jealous when you bought it. It was that. tremendous. I was very, very jealous that, that you bought that. And Rivoli is he's at the booth asking about like if you if you have any questions let me know or whatever and I was talking to him about how I love his stuff and I my question is always which one am I going to get because uh, I always want to buy something there um, and he was telling us the story about the poster and then he said he's like this is the only one we got um, now through conversation it was pretty clear that it was the only one he brought with him that was the original like the piece there everything else that he has for that piece on the website is just the print right of different sizes and options but the only one he had there was the first one the big size if, in fact in the camera you might be able to see the back of yeah, it already framed car. already framed and he's like and he had another one that he made too of rocky in the ring Looking at that one, because I, I was thinking about getting that one, I don't like the quote in the bottom. That wasn't my favorite quote. I don't remember what the quote said. It was like, uh, people aren't going to think I'm just some he guy from the neighborhood. He cut me. There was, there, was a, there was better quotes that he could have... Sure. ...that he could have utilized. Yeah, but it was a good painting it was a great, The picture was, the, was the, phenomenal. The artwork was tremendous. Sometimes I feel like that, Rocky. Right. And he and his... I don't know if it was his wife or a co-worker there were saying... As soon as we set up this station, we were wondering who was going to buy this one because it's the only one we have. It's a big deal or whatever. And as and I told him, I was like, listen, I don't know if you're lying to me about it being the only one, but as soon as you said that, I in my head, I said, I was like, I have to have this now. So it was funny. As the guy was talking, very, very nice guy, but... As somebody who works in retail, you know, who has worked in retail, he was giving you the hard sell. He was like, "Oh, it's the only one." And yeah. It was Sly's favorite one, and I fixed. No, his, the other one was the favorite one. And I fixed his yeah. shorts, like because we even made a comment, like, "Oh, well, in the movie, on the picture, like when they hang the banner the wrong color during the scheme. fight, they he com- Rocky comments like, oh, they they put the wrong shorts up,' and the the promoter's like, ah, it doesn't matter, you're gonna lose.' Right. But the artist, the artist purposely did the he did the right shorts, everything. So, but I was just like, I'm like, these are awesome. And if I had the money, I would have bought them both. But I was also like, this guy's giving it. So as he was He's finishing up the his, business, yeah, yeah, as he was sure. finishing up the spiel, I was literally about to say, "All right, man, we're just gonna look around a little bit." Like what I said, like, "Oh, we're gonna look around a little more." Thank yeah. you very much. No, and then I before I could open my mouth, Johnny was like, "I'll take it." Yeah, and I, and, but I. I, 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 and you can back me up or, or dispute it. I said to him, like, you, I, I don't know if you're just giving me the line or still lying to me, but I don't care because now I, like, I'm having right. it. Like, I'm buying this piece. Um, and then and then he did, like, he followed up the hard sale with, the like, what you would do if you were telling the truth also. So he could have just been a really good liar. I don't care. Like, right. I don't care if he sold me. I was buying it anyway, but after he's like, "Oh, I got to get a picture of this, uh, take a picture," and then I took a picture with him, and I took a picture with you, and he's like, "I got to send this to Sly," and then I and then we both came, and then we were walking out, of course, yeah. and then we were walking out, and then I think that was his wife or something came up, and she's like, "Oh my God, you're the one who bought it." I was like, "Yeah." She goes, "We were wondering who was gonna who was gonna be the one," and she goes, "Hey, John, make sure you get a picture." He's like, "I got it, I got it." Yeah. So I don't know, like, if that was the game that they were playing. They played it well, but they didn't have to. I was getting like they Here's didn't my have thing. to. Here's my thing. I think if I had the money, like if I had your money, and you're not like, you know, uh, but like you're, you're you're better financially than I am. Yeah. In case anyone's trying to scam me with Nigerian prince stuff, I don't have the money. 
But I do have a Nigerian prince right. locked in my basement. He's been emailing people for 20 years. Right. Um, regardless of the spiel, if I had... If I was a little more comfortable in my finance, I just would have bought it because it was like... it was. Tremendous. The size of it with the frame, I'm like, and it was signed by the artist. I'm like, this is this. Yeah. It was. It wasn't. I, I don't know if you want me to say the price. It was like two hundred dollars. It was two hundred bucks. Like, like, it was worth. It's not that much money. Yeah. for artwork. It, yeah, it was like it but, was worth the thing without the spiel. So like, I don't think you, you didn't. Even if he was like giving you a line, you didn't get scammed. It wasn't like a scam. It wasn't, no. it wasn't like as soon as you left, he brought out another one just like it and then sold it to another guy. Yeah, for for. Yeah. Less money or something like that. No, I, the price was good. It was also consistent with the other stuff. Like Ooh. it made sense. Uh, so I was no problem with that. But I was very excited that we're we're walking home with something. Yeah, I mean you're walking home with something. Uh, well, we got your medals. Okay. And we ran the race. Uh, it was nice and sunny out today. Uh, real gorgeous day for for running. If you if yeah. you're a the, runner, the announcer, this is a, this is a, almost a perfect weather because it was cold enough that even when you were warm, like running through the end of the race and getting all tired and, and warmed up, it was you weren't dying. Dying. I was dying. That I mean, there was a lot of things going on that last mile, the last mile, but I was actually starting to feel a little a little hot. But like the sun was. At that point, it was like what ten thirty. Like the sun was in perfect spot. We were no longer in shit. Like you know, running a lot of it. You're like running around through trees and stuff. But you're also fighting dehydration Mm -hmm. a little bit, um, running a lot, overexerting yourself. I mean, it was a half marathon. So um, the way the race is split up, for those who don't know, most of the people listening, you guys have heard us uh, talk about this in the past it's two it's two runs it's two races there's a 5k you could sign up for a 10 miler and then both uh, that's the Italian stallion challenge we did both um, the 5k we ran pretty solid all the way through um, the full you know no stopping for that one that was that was good um, and we had a good pace there and then the 10 miler here's the thing I'll say before uh, you take over the podcast with whatever you got to say about yourself. It's a half marathon. It's 13.1 miles. That's in itself. And I know there's Cam Haynes is out there and David Goggins and these ultra marathoners who are running hundreds of miles and races and this and that and whatever. That's a very small fraction of a percentage point of people in this country alone that do that. For the regulars out there, for most of us here in the LPDS universe, 13 miles is a long run. That's a far distance. That's It sounds so stupid to run 13 miles. Just drive. So it's a, it is a tough thing to do, not just physically, but mentally and emotionally. It's because you got to train for it, which means you got to run a lot beforehand, and you got to make sure your diet's right and your stretches, you're not hurting yourself, and this and that, all this stuff goes into it. It is the reason why I sign up for this crap is because it's so hard and difficult every time. It never gets easier for me, and it breaks me out of my comfort zone every time, and it gives me that sense of accomplishment, that just that, the fact that I finish something like that that's difficult that other people aren't doing, and it, and it expands the comfort zone. There's a lot of things, a lot of positives that come out of the whole experience. I hate running, though, so I'm not saying, like, you should go out and run and do this. No, I don't recommend anybody do this. I think running is stupid. It's hard. I stink at it. It hurts, and I don't like doing it, and that's why I do it, because I need something like that to challenge myself. 
the fact that you do it, given your history and life and size, is more than impressive. The problem with other people around in your circle of life is that the expectation is that, oh, you if you sign up for it, you should just be able to succeed very well at it with, you know, you sign up for it, so you should be able to do it. And if you don't meet their standards, people get, you know, like, oh, you failed this. Hmm. Now, we ran slow. Our pace was, you know, ended up being, I think we got 36 minutes for the 5K total. So it was like 11.40 pace, something like that. And then we got two twenty-five, two hours and twenty-five minutes for the ten miler. So I don't, I can't do math off the top of my head. I think it was, like I think that. it was probably close to fourteen. Um, so it was, it's slow by if you're a runner. If you do these and you compete at them and you're trying to run them, that's slow time. It's certainly, you know, this slower than my fastest half marathon. We ran slow, but you finish the race every time. And you did better than you did the first time you ran it when it was like you didn't run it. We had to basically, you know, carry you yeah. almost back when you were heavier and not out of shape and didn't. I, really I honestly it. think, and listen, could I have? I tried to start earlier this year. I hurt my leg in like July. It's because I'm out of shape and I don't stretch properly, so that's on me. I trained a lot. I did, you know, nine miles, eight miles, seven miles. I didn't do a 10 mile run, a training run. But. As clo- like I was so with I was what I, I think we I was six minutes total over my last race and I and I dude and we I don't think we stopped not including like the break between the races which by the way we wouldn't really stop for because like we had a we rush a to, we had a rush in between, in the between races today in between runs so we said we did that first first five and a half miles of this race we did straight through. Because then we were gonna, you were yeah. gonna, you said like, oh, let's do two miles, and then we can stop by like a water thing. It was like two and a quarter. Like yeah, it was like two. It was two and a half. Well, we, yeah. I, I was able to push it out to a half. And then the next mile we did fine, like you know. But then there was a there was a secret hill that wasn't there originally. Um, and then, so the first seven, I want to say the first seven miles were very much within the pace we were looking at. Yeah. Oh yeah. Then right around mile four of the ten miles, so the six miles left. I something popped in my leg. It's not like the worst pain where it was like like when I when I pulled my cat my uh, hamstring in July and I like couldn't couldn't walk. This was like it was very painful, but like I could move and I knew that like I'm not gonna hurt it any worse. And how I go into every one of these races is after this, if I don't want to, I never have to run again. Right. I'm not an NFL player where like oh I got to save myself for practice next week. My career. Yeah. yeah. So I kept running. Not great, but I kept moving. And to be only six minutes, which is less than a minute a mile, over my last time where I trained really hard, I think was, like, fun. I think without the leg problem, I probably would have gotten even with last time. I think the last time you ran it, I think your training this year was more successful. You had better run times in your training this year than you did the yeah. last time you ran it. Um, but you didn't. You couldn't do the long run, or you didn't do. It. I don't know if you couldn't or not. Um, 
I mean, I did nine. Like, 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 nine. If you could do nine, you could do thirteen. That's my, that's my thing. Is it? Yeah, I mean, I did nine, and I did thirteen. Like, the, for the training for the first race, I didn't train really at all. The longest run I did was, like, eight miles on a treadmill, like, a month before, and then, like, never I, did anything. The first else. race was a, was a full-on, uh, bullshit program. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was, it was a full, like, your training was sitting down and writing notes on how I can beat the system with the, my watch and the treadmill yeah. and looking like I'm training and yeah. I'm not. Um, the other two. I was also and this pushing time 300, 300 pounds at that race. Right. You know, you were a big. You're a big guy. Yeah. Some would say fat. I, I would say fat. Yeah. I call. I'm saying it all. Oh, the time. I would too. Yeah. Nice. Um, my what? The only thing I would say is disappointing about your run today is not that you didn't go as fast as I want to go. Obviously, it's because I think that you could do better. Not sub two hour half marathon or anything like that. I think you need to obviously lose more weight to be able to get that light because running with that weight, even if you're in, like, even if you have good aerobics, um, my cardio held up. It was it was not a cardio issue. Yeah, you, I mean, you got tired at the end, and like most people, should yeah, do. I, I, I literally at mile um, thirteen, I was a little, uh, I was a little tired. winded, uh, but. Yeah. For the rest of it, like my cardio, like I wasn't like really breathing that heavy, you know. Like I, I was, I was holding up in that end. Right. The two things I were disappointed in is one was there were times at the end where your jog pace was slower than when we were walking, and that is be- that, and that actually hurts you more. Like that, that's what hurt me the most physically today was running slower than I normally do. Um, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's a mental thing or. Or something with my muscles and stuff, but it 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 hurts you more. Like it's like more of an effort to go that slow, but in a jogging motion than it is to just walk. Right. And then the fact that I think, I think you have the potential to get a sub two thirty half marathon time overall. You don't have to do like I'm not going to say you should do it again, but I'm saying that's what was disappointing uh, specifically. Otherwise, you're you're a 200-something pounds. 50. You have barely an athletic bone in your body. No one expects you in our circle of life to do anything more than a 5K at anyway. So the fact that you did it is super impressive. Which I, disappointing I did, run, you I did is, run most of the... like. There wasn't like a... like. You were doing running motion most of the time. Uh, yeah, it was. I'm telling you, it was really as we approached... Uh, mile five, and then with the the Mount Drago, and, and, and it's every single time, every single race, Mount Drago killed me. Yeah, it it really and the for those of you who don't we don't really like run, and I I know this is like basic I guess be physics right. I don't know what you're gonna say. R- running on the slightest incline is. Dramatically harder than running flat. <laughs> like, it honestly, is especially yeah. when you're a bigger guy because now, like, gravity is is pushing your fat. Back. Like you're you're running against your own weight. Back into the left. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a JFK joke for you folks out there. Um, and so I mean, I, I, obviously, I I would assume, and I could be wrong here, if Mount Drago didn't exist and we just had to run 
the keep keep running that the route we were running for the same amount of miles, those 13 miles, because that was like a mile and a half of that mountain. And also coming down, that mountain is so steep. Coming down that mountain is not easy either. I try to tell you, like it's, it's not because like you you have these easy. weird steps where like your legs hurt because well, like you're because on, you're on you're, such an incline because the weight is bringing you down and you have to brace yourself with yeah. your legs. And if you're tired and also heavier, it's you know it makes it hard. I think without that mountain, I definitely beat. I mean, I, I would 100. I definitely beat any other time I've ever done by a decent amount. Yeah, I want to say that added. 15 minutes, maybe even 20 minutes onto my total race time because not only... That's a lot of time. Well, dude, not only was... You know, we were doing 12 13s up until the mountain. Then the to the top of the mountain was like 16. So there's an extra four. And then your legs are so shot the rest of the race. Like, the last two miles, I would tell Johnny, I would be like, all right, man, like, you know, I would see on my watch, like, all right, we have two miles left, like... I'm going to run the next half, like, half mile, we're going to run it. It's like, fully confident. Like, all right, let's do, we'll stop, you know, we'll, we'll slow down to, like, half a mile, I'll take a break. I would go for, like, 0.2 miles, and then my legs just, like, didn't want to work anymore. Like, they were, they were literally just, they had not, especially the pain in my right leg, but there was, like, no juice left. Like, when, when I slowly jogged the last half, you know, 0.3 miles across the finish line, there was literally nothing more I could have done. Like, mentally, physically, emotionally, magically. Mentally, I disagree with. Physically, probably. Like, that is where I would like to see you power through mentally. Because I don't know about the injury or the pain, if it's an injury or not. Um, the jelly legs is... That's where you have to turn your brain into an well, you, animal and just and be you like, saw screw me. the jelly legs, I'm, I'm just going. I wasn't telling you, like, oh, can we slow down again? I was getting legitimately mad at myself. We would, like, do .25 instead yeah, of a half. Yeah, that could have been an act. Okay. You were a thespian for quite some time in high school. Hey, take <laughs> Weren't that. you in... Uh, Brigadoon. Yeah, Brigadoon. <laughs> um, no, but I... You no, know, because I'm, I'm the same way when I would... I would tell you, I was the same way when I do my training runs. If I would, like, do a hill in a training run, and then it would, like, flatten out, and I would be, like, exhausted, and then think I'm, like, going to be fine the rest of the way, and then I would see, like, another small hill, I would, like, get very uh, dejected, defeated. is that the word? Yeah. Defeated. And it's like, defeated. Like, why? Like, yeah. stop making more hills. That's why I like when you do this stuff, because it pushes you mentally as well. That's the, that, that is the, the reason I do this stuff, because it's, it's, it's a kick in the dick whether you train and you're like, I'm ready for this, then something happens and you're like, shit. That's the point of it. Like, you got to power. Th- that's what. That's why I kept saying, like, you got, like, just keep going. Like, you just got to get it in your mind. Like, uh, just assume every mile there's going to be something that I didn't expect. Like, another obstacle and we're just going to do it. Oddly enough, I, regardless of times, out of all the long runs I've done for the races and then the training for the races... The races are always the fastest in my mind. Like, it goes by it the goes quickest. By quick. I mean, there's a lot of people there. There's yeah. music. Like, e- even though I was, like, I was like really shot, seeing, like, oh, like, oh, it's only one mile left. It's like, oh, it's only three miles left. When I'm doing a training run, like, a, like when I do my nine-mile oh, training yourself. run, when I had, like, four miles left, I'm like, I'm not going to be able to finish this. Like, you power, you keep moving, but, like, the mo- like I, I would keep looking at my watch, like, oh, my God, there's still so many miles left. Yeah, because you're alone. 
yeah, so for this one, I mean, I also have, like, a weird way of doing things in my mind in terms of, like, parsing out, parsing out time. Like, after the 5K, which was 3.1 miles, I'm like, all right, so, like, we're one-fourth of the way done with all the running. Like, I only got to do what I just did just about three more times. And I did it one more time. Yeah. And I did it one more time well, and solidly. Then you, and then you did two other portions, two other fourths at a different yeah. different time. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, one I... Guy, what? I stopped to go to the bathroom. So what I did was now, I will I say I I was actually in a good mindset because it took you a while to like I thought I was doing well because I'm like Johnny's been gone for like 20 minutes well, I must I, I must be cooking you you were probably like having a sandwich <laughs> no I was waiting in that line this guy in, well I was there was three people ahead of me at this the single portage on there I just had to take a leak right. I got to go quick pee pee and I was you know. Um, and the two people went, and then the third guy went who was right in front of me. You want to get off exit 11. And he was dropping a bomb in there. And I walked in to just do my business real quick, and I almost got knocked out because it was like, it's a poor job. There's no flushing, and that thing's all sitting on the top. And I, I walked in. I was like, "Oh my god, I'm not going to be able to finish this race. This guy's killing me." I almost went, ran out and hit him. I was like, "What did you do in there? Why didn't you do this?" That before? guy. I guarantee that guy beat me. I guarantee that guy. You know, lost three or four pounds and was right. He was rain. light. I'm telling you. I looked at that. And I was like, "This guy's light." Yeah. But I want to kill him for that. But I was actually happy because. And then I had to catch up to you. Yeah. Well, we because we had a set thing. I was going to be like, it was like we were approaching. So mile five was like just at the start of the mountain. And then you went to take a dump. The hill. It was it, it, Johnny. It's big. Like let's let's not mince words here. It's a big hill. It's a steep hill. It's a very steep and it, hill. And it's not just like going straight up and going straight down. It's like oh, you, we had to go wrap around the entire thing. Now I know you got annoyed with me a couple days ago when we were driving in, in town in Jersey and you were showing me your your route, and I chuckled when you're like, "This is the hill that I do for the training," and I laughed. And I think you got annoyed at me because, well, I well, knew I that kn- the other thing, the, I know that the that race this, hill is I know that steep. the race hill is bigger than that. There was also another hill that, because they changed the route this we year. We walked up that hill. You Well, that was on you, by the way. I was, I, I, was, I was jogging up and you're like, slow down, I don't want you to bust your nut. Yes. And what if you ran up that hill? Because you're already complaining about it. Won the whole race. The whole, yeah, you you were already saying, "Oh, this um, they sprung this hill on it like they built it just for the yeah. race." But uh, so you you went to go to the bathroom at like it was past the turn four point, and so four and a half, and then we met up on the like not at the top of the hill, but like on the way up the Halfway hill. Way up the hill. And as I was and I ran from when I dropped you off, and then I, I saw I saw the sign for the hill, and I'm like. Man, how impressed would Johnny be if he came upon me on this hill and I was still running? And so I started, I kept jogging. I didn't walk up the hill, I kept jogging. And then then it was like taking a while, and I'm like, he better fucking show up soon. <laughs> like, I can't keep this up. And then like, I think within a few minutes of you getting there, I'm like, all right, we're going to slow down now. <laughs> like, we take a break. Uh. Um, but I, I, we were, I was supposed to stop at five. I want to say that we kept moving to five and a half. I have to look at things in a very, like, short, like, like half mile, I have to make it, like, digestible, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, if we're taking a walk, and then I'm like, all right, I got a little juice back on my legs, 
I'm like, let's because that's it, the mental thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then, then like that, that hit like. Regardless of the pain in my one leg, which is still very, very bad. My other leg is fine now, by the way. Like I, like I said, if, if both legs are like this, I'm not. I wouldn't run another race. But like, I could, I could push out a 12 minute mile right now if like with this leg. What are you saying? Uh, no, I'm serious. Well, because also we disagree, and this is a very me thing, and I'm pro- I'm definitely wrong in it. Hold on, let me get the easy pass here. Um, I, to me. Walking is not a break, and I realize for runners it is because they don't stop really at all, like actual runners. Like the people who are winning the New York City Marathon, like they don't stop at all. But well, when you're walking faster than you're running, it's not a break. You're right. Um, when I train run and I leave my watch going, when my legs start feeling like that, I just stop for like thirty or forty seconds. I just stop moving and like let let the the whatever come back into my legs a little bit. This was consistent pain for the entire time. I, I they, they never got a break. That's and the, again that is, that's again, how that's I should that's how of, I should be training. Yes. But I remember when I did my my nine miler when I hit four and, and it was after I did the my my version of the hill. And that it was tough. Like I was I was struggling at the, on that fourth mile. And then I stopped for I stopped for one minute I let, I let the clock run. So for one minute, ate some pretzels and like down a half bottle of water and just sat by the <laughs> <A> half sub, <laughs> uh, right by the like the the entrance to my complex. And then I went back out and did my the same route again. And I after I did a hit like a couple hills and everything, and I was like struggling. My next two miles were like twelve and a halfs, and so that gave me a confidence. Like yeah, if I just stop for like a little bit and just like get some you know get some feeling back on my legs. I can go do this consistent pace again, um, which is why towards the end I was like trying to stop. I was like to stretch. I'm like, just give me like, give me thirty. There seconds. was one time you're like, hey, I gotta stretch real quick, and then you just stood there, and I was like, because I was, I was, I was like, like, are you stretch? Like, because I was only like, telling you, I was telling that? you, I was telling you, like, because because you, you would be if I just said like I need to stop for a minute just to stop, you would yell at me. So I'm like, oh, I'm gonna stretch. I would not have yelled at you. I it's the lies. That's and I always go back to that. It's not the fact that like like I always say I always joke with friends like I don't care if you're gay, but if you're gonna lie to me about being straight, it's the lies that hurt. Don't li- just say hey I gotta stop I, I gotta stop, but don't say I gotta stretch and then just stand there like you want a pretzel like no I want you to stretch dude. <laughs> I also di- I also didn't. Um, I feel like last race we we ate more during the race. I didn't eat anything like I had like. I think I had one one of the pretzel sticks. I feel like last race you were constantly like feeding me, to, like give me energy and stuff. Yeah, I didn't. But you didn't need the energy here. You needed to stop. You needed <laughs> to stop, and you needed the mental energy because your legs. You were not complaining about jelly legs until the very end. Yeah, it was. I started complaining about the jelly legs. You were after. complaining about the Phantom Hill that they built this morning. I was pissed. I was so mad at them for changing the course like that. And you're like, I can't believe they did this. Like they, because like, <laughs> I didn't prepare for that. I didn't prepare for a whole other big hill. It was a big hill. You, I'm, I'm begging. That's you why to... I kept telling you. I was like, it, I kept pointing in my head because that's that is what you try. You have to try to work through. Not that you can't physically do it. You can do it. You've done it already. But when shit like that hits you in life, 
that's the that is the point of these stupid races. It's not so you can get in shape and, and run. I don't want you to run. I don't want you to hurt yourself. It's this well, is well, this also, is going to help you in life. I'm not, and this is not a confirmation that I will ever do this again. Because 95 percent chance I will not. But if I if I did, I would need a year to train because I need six months. Uh, you can't lose weight while training for a run like this. You like, can. I mean, you you can, but, you but can. like it's not it's not great because uh what? like because ru- because running like this is not really like no. But you just got to do more. That's you the thing. Do other I, stuff. I have to do more, and I'm like I'm already doing this. I'm not doing more. Right. Like I would do like a two mile run, and then Ryan would be like, "Oh, you want to go to the gym later?" I'm like, "Nah, I ran this morning." <laughs> yeah, that's yeah the problem. But I would like to. I, I was planning on already like spending the next six months like really focused on my weight, doing high cardio, doing a lot of boxing with Ryan. Like if I can get down to two twenty, you would not have to do a lot of cardio. You have to do the right kind of cardio. Right. But if I can get like down to two intensity. to two twenty, and then start running and see like how much difference that. I mean, I'm sure it would make a what thirty pounds. What are you pound. six feet? Six foot one. If you could be two, like two fifteen to two twenty five, but like not a soft meatball two twenty five, like a tight, you know, muscular fit two twenty five, that's where that is peak sticks. That's where you want to be. So don't think of it as like I'm losing twenty five pounds or whatever just to lose the weight. You want to be. You're probably going to have to lose... Like, I would go down to 200 and then build up to 225 of just I know, hurting bombs. I know. But honestly, I, I, I've lost 80 pounds in my life already. I don't know if... Another, I, 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 and I will say this. I don't know if I have the mental strength for another 50 pounds of weight loss. I think I could, 25 I could definitely do. Another 50 I don't know. I, I, I honestly don't. That's a lot... That's... that's even more major life changes that I would have to make, and I already, like, I already like don't drink. That's the thing is, it's not though. You don't have to do much. Dip. You just have to be more consistent. Can I have chips? And no, that's it. You got to cut your your. What you about like cut the chips? And you got to cut like the stuff that you say is uh, like like low, you know, like low carb or whatever it was, and it's really not like like risotto, like what you said. I remember like. We have to joke about this because you ended up getting hurt that week anyway. So you had a, or you said you got hurt. I don't know what happened, <laughs> but you had a thing with I, your can, pal. Can we Ryan. just say? Can I? Can we just say? With the exception of my leg being hurt, whether you believe it or not, I ran this enough that, like, I ran this well enough that, like, you have to believe that I trained. Now, like, you you no, were I skeptical that I, I wasn't training when you yelled at me the other week. You were like, I don't even know if you're training. I don't even know if this is real. I, I ran it in essentially the same time I did last time, which is a huge improvement. So, like, obviously, I had to have trained for this. Yeah. Okay. That's all I wanted. We're done now. We didn't train mentally, though. Okay. Anyway, you had this week with your pal Ryan where you were like, what was it? Like, if I can eat clean the whole week and then train and work out and go to the gym with him and then do, do the running, you were going to go get, what, a deep dish? You were going to give yourself self-treat again? Yeah. Um, I never got the deep dish. Yeah. And then literally the, the next day, we talked like on a Sunday. And then that Monday, you posted a picture. You added yourself. You posted a picture of your meal. And it was basically risotto with potatoes. No, and like. It was no potato. It was, brizo- it, was ri- it was a risotto-esque thing with, rice. Uh, with grilled chicken. 
Yeah, it was a piece of chicken and and a lot of rice, a lot of risotto. It wasn't really risotto. And I was and I texted you. I was like, "Is this real?" You're like, "Yeah." I was like, "What? Where's the clean eating? What happened to the clean eating?" You're like, "You're like normally I would just eat the risotto." <laughs> so that is that is that's what I like. If you actually ate clean eighty percent of the time instead of sticks clean, you would. You'd be surprised how how much more steadily you would lose the weight, and then if you hit the gym and actually like work out aggressively, not stupidly, but aggressively, like with weightlifting, um, not taking five to ten minute breaks in between sets. Not saying you do, but like you're you're going for an hour, you know, working out hard. You're gonna you're gonna get where you want to actually go, like the actual goal of losing all that weight. You just, it's the toughest part is the consistency, is the discipline to do it. I mean, I blame mom and dad. They made me like this. <laughs> well, we had the same mom and dad here, but fella. you, you never had an appetite. I had one and they indulged it. I had it. an appetite, you ate it. Yeah. You gonna finish that? <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know what you want me to say. No, but like, they, they indulged, dude, I was, we would go to like Longhorns or like Outback as like kids, and I was doing a whole soup. All the bread in the basket, and then like a whole rack of ribs and fries and a couple of root beers, and they like never stopped me. I'm, I'm like, yeah. So that's that's how I got used to. It. And then I went to college. Forget about that. You, you know would, what I mean? You 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 would skip meals. You would forget to have lunch. I wouldn't forget. I just wouldn't eat it. I exactly. Wasn't hungry. I'm I'm always hungry. Yeah, but that's still not. It's their no, fault. I blame when you were a it's, kid. It's me. It's me. As an adult, it's not their fault anymore because you don't live with them anymore. Um, and it's and it, I think it is weird where all of my fat is situated because it's really only in one spot. Yeah, it's your gut. It's just there. Like I, my, uh, and if your you, side, your side haunches, like, like your back it, rib. Yeah, <laughs> but like like my legs, there's not an ounce of fat on my legs, my arms. No, li- no, literally, you could look, look. My my legs are actually very solid. They're not like big like I do squats, but they're solid legs. Like if you hit them, there's not there's not like a lot of ripples going through. And I don't even really what? have a fat. <laughs> You know, if you slap it and it like it shakes, yeah. Um, and I don't really have a fat face either. I have a fat back of the head, but I think that's I think that's something else, like a tumor. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's mostly your gut, which is also like the, the worst place. To lose. Yeah, yeah, it's the hardest to lose. But if you combine legit discipline diet, you don't have to restrict much more. Like it's not like you're restricting too much. Right. You just have to tighten it up consistently enough and your workouts have to be consistent and disciplined is soup allowed throughout the week what kind of soup can I have can I have a beef barley soup I don't know what what, who's making it what's in it we don't have to get into the semantics at all beef broth vegetables soup is not a meal like I I don't know what your fascination with soup is how about how about tomato soup sans grilled cheese well, we all know you ate the grilled, I did cheese. Ate the grilled cheese. Nobody makes a grilled cheese, cuts it fresh. My friend puts it my... next to soup and then takes a picture of it and then says, "I didn't eat the grilled cheese though. I gave it to a friend." I did. You ate the grilled I cheese. Didn't eat the I grilled know you cheese. did. Creature knows you did. There's no evidence of the grilled cheese other than the picture, which means there's only one place it could go. I did not eat the grilled cheese. No, I literally because my friend at work. Uh, she likes when I make tomato soup. 
her and her husband, when they had COVID last year, I made them a big thing of tomato soup and I made croutons for them. So I'm like, oh, this, if I, I'm trying to get chicks. So you got to post food pictures on Instagram because it's all I got going for me is that I can cook. So when I made it, I'm like, people are going to give me shit for the tomato soup without a grilled cheese. So I texted those people. So I texted my friend in your life. I texted my friend. Those are not people. I'm like, well, you and Ekram, her husband, like split a grilled cheese if I make it for you. And she said, yeah. So I'm like, all right. So I'm like, I made it for the picture. And then I just put it in foil and put it in the fridge and then gave her a container of soup the next day. So you made two grilled cheeses. I made one grilled. They split it. One grilled cheese. No, you ate one. I didn't. And then you gave it up. I didn't eat it. <laughs> because you promised them you were going to you were gonna make them while you're like, damn, now i got to make two grilled cheeses. <laughs> Do you know how many grilled cheeses I had to eat this week? Yeah. Covering up this lie? We, we, we joked about that yeah. where you posted it and you texted me. You said... Just to let you know, I because didn't eat I that knew, I knew every time I post something on Instagram, I know that you're you're, like, you're gonna say like, "Oh, what happened to your dog? Oh, no, now you're having grilled cheeses. That's not cleaning." And so, like, I, so I'm like, "Let me cut this off of the past. I did I did this for a very shallow reason. So let me just get it out there now. He'll yell at me. He'll accuse me of eating said grilled cheese. Him and his cohorts will gang up. Oh, stick sleets to grilled cheese. You ate it. I didn't eat it. And then when I asked you for evidence of it, you said, "Hold on." And then you made another grilled cheese and took that picture, then you ate that grilled cheese. That was your the second one was on you. And that's why you were slow today because you had all these grilled cheeses in you and you're trying to blame other people. Speaking for of it. which, this is the last one. Yeah, <laughs> one you made a whole loaf of bread worth of grilled if you cheese. Just, if, you for, just, if you just let it rest, I wouldn't have had to eat six I grilled cheese. I wouldn't even looked at your story that night because it was later in the day. You brought me you brought the attention to the to the grilled cheese. To the GC. You added yourself again. You would be a terrible criminal. Uh, anyway, long story short, we finished the race. Do you have the, the medals with you right now? They're in my bag. Okay. Put a picture up. We got three medals. If I remember, I'll put the picture up here. Tremendous medals. We got the we got the painting. That's top tier. It was a good experience. I love that Philly run. Even I love Philly. I wish it was safer to live in. Now wait, can um, I can I ask you and I want I want an honest question because we had discussed if I hit the certain time that we that we set for me. Oh, by the way, you want to get off at a uh, okay. seven and a half miles on two eighty east. Yeah. Um, if I hit the time that you had set for me, that you would buy me like a fancy, I like a like one of one of the icons of art. Yeah. Um, for the race and also because you never gave me a housewarming gift. Which, which you know, we I'm not even bringing, you said we, that we, we discussed because you were even asking me which of the Rocky pictures do you want? I'll buy it for you. Yeah, but there's a home. statute of limitations on you making which is fine. What which you is want. fine. Which is fine. I understand that. I I'm, agree I'm to giving that. All right. When you bought that, I was like, even if I get the time, which is still not going to be a great time. If I did ten minutes better today, I would have beat my last time, but it still would have been great. Right. I couldn't have taken that for like it, I would I and I think I even told you I'm like if I beat the time tomorrow we'll buy something at the place like buy me a hoodie or something I can't take that this was wow. too nice for you to give me as like because because I didn't earn it enough I would have to have, I would have to have run under two and the a half. The problem is the other ones are the same price so it doesn't it's not no like no I would have bought I would have no like the the Ivan Drago one was like seven like the one you got but they had like the Small American one? version and the Russian version uh, uh, like the th- the same one you had the same size you had but then like the other versions of that it's the same price that was that was 200 same, bucks for the same size with the frame it is yeah they get you on frames uh, like yeah the other one i didn't get the frame last you, time. well you got it framed i framed it myself yeah but how much was that frame 
Um, I don't know, like forty bucks, twenty five bucks, maybe. Um, um, but yeah, this 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 one would. No, just, I would have just given that this one to you. No, you this one. Because I didn't want to pay you. more money. No, but this one, but uh, this one belonged to you. I'll get it. You're gonna die soon anyway, so I'll just That's get it. That's not nice to say. I'm gonna outlive you. If you if you actually have a disciplined diet and a workout regimen, you should. I don't know. Healthiest guy there is. I don't think so. Relatively healthy. That race tie would suggest otherwise. Uh, it was. There was plenty of people we were passing when I was struggling on that last mile. Yeah, there were a couple people. I didn't want to say it while we were running, but I did want to. I was trying to see if I could get your attention because I didn't want them to hear it either. There were a couple of big guys in front of us. One guy with the bandana. Yeah. He was way bigger than you. But that's and that's he, what I'm telling you. Where us. like I see these people and I want to beat them too. Where I'm like, it's not all mental, dude. I'm, I am going as as fast as my legs can take me at this point. Like, I, I'm, and I'm serious. Like, I, I was, I was mo- Now, could I have lost weight earlier, trained harder? Absolutely. But for the, especially for that last mile, it was this was literally as as much as my legs would move me. Now, I could have walked it, and I'm not saying I had to stop like forever. But when we jogged that last like point three. There was there was nothing more I could have done. I, I but I promise you that. Early in the race, maybe take less breaks earlier, saved up stamina. Could I have done things differently then? Sure. That last mile was treacherous. I, I literally couldn't move anymore, and that's why I would get frustrated. I'd be like, oh, let's do another half mile, and then I would do a couple of steps and be like, they they would just they would jimmy on me. You gotta power through the jimmy. That's the, the wall. Do you know Jimmy? I I did. Dead now. He didn't power through. <laughs> and now he's dead. So, uh, uh, but, but I appreciate you always doing this with me and, and taking an interest and keeping track on it. Just uh, p- purely for my own benefit. It's the only reason you do it. It's not like you need a buddy to run these things with. In fact, I, you would probably prefer not to have one. I gen- generally prefer to run by myself. In fact, I, I thought you wanted to go that way. What? You wanted to go over there. It's, I mean, I, I guess you can go this way. No, no, you know, you can swing back around. Good. Here. Yeah. Um, Wait, I a little, a little faster. I don't like running with other people, not because I don't like them. Well, um, I don't either. When I found out that my friends wanted to do this too, luckily they were miles ahead of us. Yeah. Um, Literally. Yeah. Um, I, I was like, guys, you can like run, like if you're going to be around me, fine. But like, I, I honestly, I only like running with my brother because as much as he'll push me and like be mad, but he'll never judge me. And I feel like, not that my friends would, but I feel like other people, I don't know, they judge when they see you struggle. Like, oh, well, you can't, like, I, I, this is my first time doing this and I did it better. Not my, not my friends would ever do that, but I feel like they, like, people in general just might. Um, uh, yeah, all oh, when the group gets bigger of, like, friends of friends and, and stuff yeah. like that, yeah, that's fine. I mean, that's another thing that building the mental toughness and stuff will, you'll just stop caring about that crap. Yeah. Um, I don't like it because, I don't, like, there's always an expectation of, like, oh, we'll do it together, or we'll do this after, or we'll do this before, and it's, like, I don't want, I don't like hurting people's feelings, but you also know me, I don't have a problem with, like, I, right. I'm i going to do it. Like, so if you keep saying, like, oh, let's run together, like, no, just go, just go your pace, whether it's slower or faster, I'm just going to run by myself, or... I'm not going to meet you guys after, or whatever it is. Like that, I want to be. Thing. I either feel compelled to keep up with them as long as I can, 
or if it's not what you want. Or to do, if they're yeah. keeping, if they're like, oh no, I'll stay back here with you. Now I'm like, well, dude, you trained for this. You should be going for your best time. Right, and that is why I very selectively like pick. There's like two people that I run with for races, um, Bonji uh, and this other guy you don't know. Um, What's his name? What's his nickname? He doesn't have his. His name is. Uh, I, it's. It's like Cosmo. It's Cosmo, Patsy, and then his last name that I won't be Italian. He's in Italian. <laughs> oh yeah, big time. Cosimo. Yeah. Um, because we run the race for our times. Like when I ran the marathon that one time with Bonji, it was like I'll see you at the finish line. Right. Same with Weasel. Um, when he ran it the one time, the marathon with us, or two times we ran it, that we were cool with that. Like that, as long as that's it, that is communicated and agreed upon going into it, then I have no problem running with people. But it's when they're like, "Oh, we'll just run together." It's like, "No, we won't." Right. And then they get butt hurt. Like, why not? You don't want to run with me. It's like, no, because either I'm going to be too slow and try to keep up with you, or you're going to slow down for me, or vice versa. And that's not what we yeah. like. Why would we train for all this stuff? Just to not run our race. I would do a 5K with, like, some friends or, like, a girl like I was dating. Like a turkey trot or yeah, something. Yeah, but I'm, like, because I saw a bunch of couples. Some of the people we were passing were, like, well, no, but even, even now, when we finished, I saw a bunch of couples, like, walking, and I'm, like, one of these people doesn't need to be walking right now. Right, I'm like, sure. I'm, like, one of them is walking because the other one can't run anymore. Yeah, uh, otherwise, I like to do that stuff by myself. Yeah. I don't even uh, like you people... Get, sorry, you want to get over 145. I don't even like people coming to watch. But like, I, I, I told tell uh, mom and dad if I have a yeah. race in the area, I'm like, don't sign up. Like, don't well, show up. I, I told Louie because Louie, this was his first one. He did amazing. And he was he was legitimately hurt. He had, he had like tendinitis. Yeah. Um, and I think he ended up doing like probably probably close to two minutes better than me a mile. Uh, I kept pace with him. We kept pace with him and his, his wife for the 5K. But then him and his brother-in-law, who was like an actual runner, they just took off um, yeah. on the 10-miler. Yeah. Uh, but he had seen like a bunch of his friend or some of his friends or relatives or whatever who did the New York City Marathon last week. Yeah, and he was like feeling bad. He's like, "Oh, they're doing that. And I'm only doing a half." I'm like, "Dude, I would, I would, and you tell tell me if, if this number is crazy. Do you think that there's a million people in this country who run marathons? A million? Uh, total. Total? But you think like a million is a good a good number? It's a lot. You think yeah, it's, you think it's less? Lot. So let's 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 overestimate and say a million. I the so I don't know how many people did the New York City. That's not you don't have to qualify for that, right? No, I think the New York City uh, you definitely have to qualify. I think that's one of the ones you have to qualify for. I don't think so. The Boston is. But let's say let's um, so let's the let's, Marine Corps Marathon has like thirty thousand people run it. But how and many? That's a big. That's a considered a big race. But so yeah, how many people run that? Like the people who ran the Marine Corps Marathon, Boston Marathon, and New York. The crossover between that. Is probably a lot. It's probably decently high. I would at say least for the more competitive. Yeah, folks. I would say out of the thirty thousand who ran the Marine Corps Marathon, five thousand at least have run Boston and New York. Yeah, at least New York. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. There's not a lot of runners out there. Yeah. So let's say let's say a like million in, that, in the grand scheme. Yeah. Let's say a million people that's do. Not, yeah, I think that's too much. But let's it. just on the top end then, because he was he was feeling bad like oh they did this and I'm only doing this I'm like dude so let's say a million people. That's one in 400 people who could do that. I'm like, do you even know 400 people? Yeah. And he's Not like, to mention the fact that there's a lot of people that 
walk most of the time. Like I had a friend uh, who would sign up for the Marine Corps marathon every year and she would walk with her sister the whole time. Yeah. Like fast walk. So I'm, so so I'm like, that's go- like, you don't really have to, not yeah. that, like you, you train a little bit for that. So you have your muscle capacity can handle it, but you're not. Um, so, so I was telling, so I'm like, dude, what, what we're doing here is crazy. It's a crazy, stupid thing. Yeah. So regardless of his, oh, it's all relative. Yeah, and I'm like, how about the guy, the guy who who won the New York Marathon? Do you think he can compete with a Cam Haynes or with that lady who does like the Moab 200? Yeah, Courtney DeWalter. Yeah, like I don't that those are people who are made in a lab can do that. Like, so does the does the guy who won the New York City Marathon or the woman who won the the women's class? Are they like, oh, I'm not going to run this because these guys are running 200? It's like, no, it's still an amazing, crazy thing. Yeah. Um, Going west. Uh, yes. yes. Uh, my other question, this is my last question for you. And I, I'm sure the answer is, you know, 100% totally. If you didn't train at all, would you have been as, like, just as fine today? Yeah, I think my only trouble would have been, um, catching up to you after the bathroom break. Because that line was taking so long. And I, and I booked it to get over to you. Um, so, I could have beaten you. No, you wouldn't have beaten me. I would have been tired there, but I know within 30 seconds we were going to take a break anyway. So I would have, I would have just eaten more pretzels to get some energy, and it would have been fine. Yeah, I think that. I mean, I'm not going to say that. That. By the way, anything that I'm claiming deterred my long time is my own doing. It's not like outside forces didn't give me bad shape, so my leg, you know. Right. So I that's what my I was leg. trying. Bad, to get your bad forces didn't like. I could have eaten more pretzels and probably gotten a little more energy towards not the really. end. I think I, I, did, I didn't eat anything, dude. I'm telling you. I know. I'm saying that's why I think I don't think that was could have been too much because. Um, you know, I think, how, you know how to get home now. Sort of, yeah. yeah. Your training was was well enough. Um, it was. It was. It's just a. It's a mental thing, um, especially at the end when you get when you get physically tired. You get like. That's the that's when the test of the mental fortitude hits, uh, and that's what I was trying to get out of your head. There was when you were pissed about the secret hill and the other stuff was like, like it it happened. It doesn't. It's gone. Like your anger I know, and we, because you're burning physical energy now, getting angry. But you also got to understand, for me to do this. Yeah, I know you have like, to be perfect situation, like, uh, friction uh, yeah, on the surface. I got it. You know, I'm, I'm, no I'm like, I'm like, I have to be in a zone of like, yeah. I know what to expect. But that's now. why I like you to keep doing this because I I want you to get out of that line of thinking, which takes a long time to do. I want you to get out of that line of thinking of like, if about, something two hours and if minutes. something gets at, like is not expected that happens, I can't <laughs> let this take over me. I was so angry. I know, I and, so and, and I, that burns energy, <clears throat> physical energy too. Not just like you don't just get angry; you're burning energy, stewing about it, and focusing on it, and talking about it, and getting mad over it. <clears throat> you, you have to. Do you think the Amish one is easier or harder than this? Um, I don't know. Actually, it's mostly. Rolling hills, but they're very small hills comparison. But it's not flat at all. Where can we, I'm going to Google at some point later today. Flat, flat. So what races. that one guy did. Um, I saw a guy like during COVID. They were doing a lot of the virtual races, which I was not doing. 
Yeah. He ran a full marathon in his driveway, just back and forth. He, I think it was like I think he did like six hundred back and forths to get to a twenty six point two. I would I would do that some, was I would do something with the uh, not the treadmill, but that other one where where it's like it's your your energy is what like makes That's, it move. So no, you don't want to do that. Is that. That one is good for walking and for sprint workouts. If you're just jogging, it's very tough. And it's a different way of running to get it to move. Uh, you gotta like, get, you gotta like get grip on your feet. Like it's, you gotta like grip it almost. That's to tough. It. Don't do that one. Yeah. Like see this? I don't want to do this. Yeah. Grip. See, I like the tough stuff. Even if my tires are slower, I need that to get like I need the tough stuff to challenge me to get through shit. But Johnny, are you sitting here and telling me that if we had a half marathon that was completely straight and flat, you wouldn't consider it tough? I mean, it's tough, but not like I've once. I once you do one, no, like because what if, what if you head, do like, that and I'm in a I'm in a golf cart shooting paintballs at you the whole time, and you never know when I'm going to hit you because I don't. You're driving and shooting. Uh, no, I have a driver. Who's the driver? Ben? Joe. Uh, <laughs> or bleep that name. Sausage and peppers. <laughs> um. Yeah, I would. I'd be fine with that. You're not going to hit me much. So I could deal with that, but um, yeah, it's tough. But I want as t- I want tougher, and within reason. I have to stay. You have to stair step to toughness. You have to baby step to toughness to be able to actually overcome it and learn from it and grow from it. Right. If you just go from nothing to a hundred mile race, you're just setting yourself up for failure. You know. So I stair step to toughness. Mm. I really hope this recorded because I will tell you if this didn't. I'm not doing this. I'm so tired. I'm not doing this again. That's that's showbiz, baby. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. that's um, that's all I got. No, I, I appreciate you always always doing this and pushing me. And, and you're you're very selfless in doing this. There's no other reason because it's not like oh, I just want somebody to run the race with. Like you don't care about your time. Like and you fully train. You do all the training run just to keep time with me, which I think you barely broke a sweat. So it is, it is appreciated. Don't know if I'm ever going to do it again. Yeah. I might do something that's maybe harder but shorter, like a maybe like a shorter mutter or something, like something yeah. like a spot, like a you know, like a two mile Spartan. Mother was a mutter. Yeah. But I don't. I. I it, the the longevity of this is just what kills me. It's the constant motion is yeah. just what what kills. That's me. That's what I need though. Sometimes that's why I like to do these. I don't like to do these, but that's why I do them. Yeah. Um, so, but, um, but thank you. Thank you, and 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 that's the well, the one final thing is ha- haters are gonna hate, and you know who the haters are. No matter what you accomplish in your life, those people are always gonna nitpick and find something wrong for whatever reason. And it's not for us to figure out that reason. It's none of our business, and you we, you got to try to stop caring about it. Um, because what you did is an impressive feat. Uh, so understand that. Don't bitch about your stupid leg anymore, but be proud of yourself for getting through stuff. I, I won't, but like it also does still very much hurt. Like I definitely pulled something in my leg. Yeah, you're Again. weak. I got it. You're weak. Yeah, Whatever. Okay. Sure. Okay. Got it. Uh, <laughs> with that, before we go, the big three, real quick three pillars of staying strong and being a better, happier, kinder, healthier, more genuine human being, number one, exercise every day, whatever it is, physical, mental, or emotional exercise, do one thing every day to improve yourself physically, mentally, or emotionally. 
Number two, the hardest one, don't be a shitty person, be a kind person. Whenever the opportunity arises to be a shitty person or to respond negatively or to get involved in the negative shit going on in the world, realize your emotional state there in that moment, detach from your emotions and omit yourself from that situation and focus on more productive and positive things in your lives and getting out of that negativity in the long run will serve you better uh, in the future. So do that. Number three, the most important one, be genuinely thankful and grateful for all the good you have in your lives because you never know when it's not going to be there. So instead of waking up assuming everything's going to be there and taking things for granted, take some time to think about what your life would be like without all those good things and people and that'll put you in a state of gratitude and you'll feel better for it. And if you do those three things, you'll be a better, happier, kinder, healthier, more genuine human being and you can spread that goodness and health and wealth and wisdom throughout the land. Sticks, thanks for being on. Thanks for allowing me to be your guest on the Sticks show. I, I, I took a back seat here. I don't want any complaints from... Uh... Everybody, I'm, everybody who listens to a Sticks episode, I'm the best guest you have, and you, and you know it. You know it. I'm the most entertaining guest you have. True at all. Have you have you listened to the Bum Boosters episode or the Bum Dumps episode? What creature? That's a creature top, is creature that's a top is pretty episode. Creature is pretty entertaining. Wet cat brings in the views <laughs> because the views are your baseball team. That's Whatever. all I want. Views are views, baby. But. Thank you guys for tuning in. Don't forget to like, subscribe, tell your friends and enemies. Hit that hotline, 202-670-1114. Thank you again for everything. I love you guys. Stay strong.